Hello and welcome to the Extremely Live podcast. Uh, today I'm interviewing a friend of mine who's anonymously going by the artist name 1080OK uh, because they're ashamed of their uh, <laughs> shit coining. <laughs> um, so I want to just, just record this uh, disclaimer. Uh, he knows I'm Bitcoin only. Uh, and you should know that I'm Bitcoin only, and Extremely Live is Bitcoin only. But this is my friend, and I let them talk about their NFTs, which are cool. Um, but yeah, you know, until there's uh, an NFT based on uh, Bitcoin, I wouldn't suggest that as a way to try and make profits. But if you just want to buy a cool thing from a cool person... Maybe that's on a different uh, different realm or something. I don't know. But yeah, I just wanted to uh, say up top that uh, Extremely Live only believes in Bitcoin. Everything else is a potential way to lose your money. Unless, of course, you want to support my friend. I don't know. Do what you want. But yeah, I just wanted to say that up top. It is cool stuff. You should check it out for sure. And with that, let's get into the interview. All right, we're here with 1080. (laughs) 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 We laugh because we know each other, and uh, 1080 is not using uh, their real name. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm not using my real name because I'm trying to stay anonymous, which is something we could get into. Yeah, let's let's start there. I I'm into it actually. I uh, I have had internet phases where I didn't want anyone to know my name. I wanted like a cool hacker name. I uh, <laughs> it, it's so embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, tell me tell me why you're doing it. Well, I don't know. Like, it is that uh, there's still a stigma about crypto. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, like I have, I have, I have. I'm not even a micro influencer, but I there's there's a point like okay, like I'm kind of known in some scenes. Yeah, you're really fucking me by not letting me use <laughs> your real name, so I can't brag. No, I mean it's like. So, uh, I have, there's a thing where like, maybe like you're noteworthy if enough strangers follow you Mm -hmm. and is like a fan of yours. Right. Um, I'm like in comedy or podcasting or whatever. And like, um, and it is a thing where it's like, if I, I want to, um, promote things that I make through crypto (laughs) and um but it's that thing where like the knee-jerk reaction of these strange strangers who would like i get i would get enough uh shit from my friends um not you but like Mm. other people and it's like it's hard to like change the subject after say that we were at a bar Mm -hmm. and then my uh, i mentioned like bitcoin you know bitcoin or like crypto and then it turns into that like kind of hacky it's like hackneyed already that conversation of um when people like shit on it or fud it or whatever Mm. um and like how many times do you have to update your defenses and you know they're like they're their offenses on <laughs> the FUD are so outdated. Yeah. And like, and it's like, yeah. And it's hard to like avoid. And then having to have followers like fans of yours, um, do that would just like change everything. And again, I'm barely a micro influencer, but <laughs> I need every, follower <laughs> I need. you know, someone I could monetize. <laughs> I'm uh, yeah. I'm not making this a pleb story because you're too famous. Uh, 
Wait, you're, uh, you're not a maxi. <laughs> I, uh, after these like drops and everything, and the the markets crashing, it it is very comforting, uh, knowing I have some money and and uh, I think the most I put it not the most because I st- I'm still in the stock market, but um, it is comforting to know that uh uh, just Bitcoin is decentralized. Yeah. And so like. Most of, I would say ninety nine point nine percent of my, where I put my money in crypto is in Bitcoin. That's good. So I'm, I'm almost. I'm proud of you. Thanks, but (laughs) I am curious about what that whole NFT thing is. uh, Yeah, I mean, it is ninety nine point nine percent garbage. Yeah, I. But it has a potential. I think. Totally. I, I do get the interest, especially as, you know, both you and I are, you know, we can, we like making art, we, we draw and stuff. And uh, I totally get the appeal of uh, wanting to explore the NFT space for sure. I wish it was built on Bitcoin. I wish, uh, I, I wish more people were kind of building services on top of Bitcoin to make more stuff like that. I feel like it's coming. I, yeah. You know, it's just much, it's, it's so much slower with Bitcoin because they just, the, but what the, about, sorry to me. <laughs> no, it's just going to say like, it's just so much more careful. The community is way mm. more careful, which is understandable. Like, there's a lot of horrible, stupid bullshit. What about the idea of people um, comparing Bitcoin to like just like a gold reserve? Like you're not mm. gonna like build a business out of gold reserves, yeah. Like a store of value. But I do like the idea of like using it through patronage. Yeah. Um, it's weird going back to the doxing and whatever thing uh, mm. <laughs> i don't know what terminology bitcoiners use like is that as common when like, oh is that person doxed uh there's dox talk yeah, yeah for sure in what way though what do you mean like? so like in the nft space it's like oh this project's good because the artist is doxed and whatever and usually like the scammers are are What's the, it's the 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 artist is doxed meaning they know who it is yeah because sometimes when they promote a project this is how shitty and scammy that scene is yeah fill us in (laughs) this is this is uh this is just an nft episode no yeah (laughs) just we'll get back to the bitcoin thing but like so it's like uh if you don't know it's like people are like they'll, they'll be like oh you should get into these whatever um what's an adjective Give me an adjective. Oh God, uh, I don't. I don't even. I'm homeschooled. I don't know if I remember what an adjective. <laughs> a descriptive is. word. Oh. <laughs> uh oh, like like chubby penguins yeah. or whatever. And then an animal. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay, so, so it's yeah. Okay, so it's um um just bloated. Bloated cockroaches. <laughs> oh, you should get into these bloated cockroaches because the artist uh worked for google and disney and they don't say anything else it's like and then people are like oh my god this is <laughs> this <laughs> image of a silhouette of a human <laughs> worked for disney <laughs> and it was like what like probably like an intern or like someone yeah. in social media or whatever for for whatever <laughs> kids game show (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that's my trick yeah i'm like yeah i work for disney as an editor on a show that was canceled immediately (laughs) yeah i mean they do that they do that in the comedy scene where it's like you know they oh this come to our show because of this comedian and then in parentheses it's like comedy central and it's like yeah they were a background actor (laughs) (laughs) it's like okay i guess that checks out yeah. But uh, and then and then like uh, people will give them millions of dollars, and then Oof. it turns out they're just random people in Dubai. 
um and then they try to do detective work and then it's like oh look it's just this a uh, guy from D- dubai sitting next to a lamborghini and <laughs> got all her money and so it's like wow okay <laughs> so <laughs> there's that <laughs> but you know it's so, so it's completely understandable and then um um but i like the idea say that all of that is normalized and like we figured out how to like people are more comfortable with being doxxed and it's like hey i'm just a, a dumb idiot from brooklyn um who makes fun art and videos mm. uh and i have some supporters they why and i don't have a patreon and their fi- patreon's normalized right so many right wingers <laughs> have make millions out through their <laughs> patreon but as soon as you say like hey i got this comedy album and nft form and if you you uh support it you support directly me without you know supporting some corporation who will just give me pennies right they'll they'll be against it damn so it's so we have to figure out you know and i agree that it's not as sound as bitcoin but uh has a but i'm curious how it how that's playing out gonna play out yeah, it, it it's a weird thing. I mean, you and I are in New York City. Uh, everyone's left-leaning. Uh, and I think the left is particularly anti-cryptocurrency, I would say. Um, That's the other thing that bugs me, is that if you're progressive, and this is a whole scene that could potentially, you know at least rib the corporate world and the institutions. I know. Wouldn't you want to support the potential? But you no, would. So it comes down to like being trendy on the internet. Like you get more points if you shit on. Yeah. Whatever. Bitcoin. Yeah. I, I, I mean, and these are I, like 12 year olds. <laughs> I've, like, how do they know about finances? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know anything about, finances when i was a 12 year old tiktoker (laughs) (laughs) yeah i the the politics of everything has gotten so ridiculous and completely hypocritical and it just doesn't make any sense anymore so there's really no point in trying to figure out where they're coming from i don't Mm. think it's just like they're all they're all establishment Democrats, it turns out. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Um, or at least they are consistently fighting for establishment bullshit while claiming they want a socialist revolution. So bizarre. Um, yeah, so there's that. I forgot what else I was going to say. Well, uh, let's sorry, no, no, no. That's fine. Um, oh no, my my phone is going off. Sorry. Uh, sorry, folks. We've been uh, we've been drinking some. Uh, Wait, you're gonna cut it cut it down, right? Uh, I wasn't planning on it. Why? What do you want me to cut out? All the dead silences. Oh fuck that. Oh gosh. All right. Yeah, this is uh this is gonna be a late night stream. This is uh All after right. midnight. Crypto scams after midnight <laughs> with ten eighty. Uh, um you could you, you could use the silences to ch- chime in uh, <laughs> and we could pretend we're listening to you. <laughs> That's a good idea. Um let's go over your background. Oh yeah, how I how I got into it. Yeah, let's like cause like that's I'm curious why that is like why are this why is there such a huge swath of people who think um I mean I'm focused on Bitcoin personally but um spook <laughs> but uh like they hate on on that too like they're 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 totally against it they like you were saying it's you have to f- listen to the, all their ancient 
attacks about how it's bad for the environment or whatever, you know, whatever else that has been proven untrue or no different than yeah, doesn't it just, using a washing machine. Doesn't that just mean they're pro oil? And so it's like, yeah. what are you talking Dude, about? Dude, there's, I'm telling you, there's no reason to take these people seriously anymore because their arguments don't make any sense. It's literally just cloud chasing, I guess, was what it feels like where mm. they're just jumping on whatever the new thing you're supposed to be mad at. The yeah. the right the right wing side of Twitter calls it uh, the current thing, where it's like I support the current thing, and like mm. it, you would see it with like like during COVID, it was you know all the COVID shit, and then right when Ukraine kicked off, it was like you had to put a Ukraine flag in your bio and oh gosh, yeah, it's like that. It's it's that thing where like. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. As far as like when we're performing our uh, political identity, it's Mm. like, yeah, it's hard to be on the left leaning and then also be like, what are you guys doing? (laughs) (laughs) I know it's Um, it's it is very hard. I I'm bad at it because I get angry and then I sound like a crazy Trump supporter. (laughs) Yeah, as I'm accused of constantly. Um, But uh, do you want to do you want to talk about how I started? Yeah, I want to know where I heard about it. Yeah, what when did you first hear hear of? uh, Let's say let's let's say Bitcoin. Yeah. When was the first time you heard of Bitcoin? Man. It was whenever it was coming out. Mm. And it's crazy. I don't know if you have these fantasies of like, if, if, if I knew, if yeah. I knew. Um, yeah, I've been having that a lot. <laughs> and, um, my story, like I was, I grew up an internet person. Me uh, too. I'm of that generation where, um, uh, like I started with the twelve baud modems, <laughs> <laughs> going up, getting excited whenever it got to like fourteen twenty eight DSL Hell cable. Yeah. Um, so I was part of that scene, and um, <laughs> and yeah, it's like you go to the dark corners of the internet. Um, yep. I don't know how I d- avoided becoming an incel type <laughs> of person, but that's just what happened and uh i was able to not be one of those people but um uh it's just like you have these friends or online friends and uh you catch wind of this stuff and then there's that whole fucking um the the dark web shit yeah and that's when it became like a, a real currency yeah and so silk road yeah that whole silk road scene and i had a a friend um that i mostly knew online who was a drug guy and was like Mm. and would like and it is that thing where like even he had a few bitcoins and then eventually sold it it's it's that thing where you like think that oh this is the top i'll sell it and yeah make a (laughs) hundred (laughs) dollars i suspect that's the story with most early uh bit bitcoiners because like how could you not right unless you were like a true true believer uh who fully understood the potential like if you bought it like three cents and it went to a hundred bucks you're gonna sell mm-hmm. that <laughs> especially is, back then before it sure. got mainstreamed and now people kind of understand it as oh this isn't like a fuck around lottery ticket this mm-hmm. is like actual digital gold it made me wish i was a big drug guy and (laughs) also wanted to hire hitmen to kill people (laughs) (laughs) but um it's yeah and then um yeah i would hear people talk about how they have some bitcoin and stuff and then uh that's what's weird because people compare which I thought was kind of lovely. Um, 
when the internet started coming out become breaking into the mainstream the mm. big joke was was like oh you're you're a pedophile or oh, you, you're into <laughs> porn you want to download that jpeg <laughs> of a pirate <laughs> how old were you when you uh started getting on the internet you're a little older than i am so i'm curious um i want to say um i would say like 13 okay cool. and then um yeah 15 I started making friends. Um, what year? Because you, you've you got me, dating beef. me. 56, 56K uh, oh, yeah, 56, modem yeah. was when I started. You're talking about 18 baud. Um, so like way 90, early 90s, right? 93. And were you, were you, what was that old like Usenet or whatever? Were you in uh, there? I didn't get, uh, I never was a Usenet guy did irc yeah me too and you know CompuServe and aol and stuff like okay, that. okay. but gotcha. irc was the most uh hackery i got <laughs> <laughs> um uh you know you could get your whatever your 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 wares and cracked programs and stuff like that and, totally um I forgot about cracking yeah and for some reason the book of the internet back then was the anarchist cookbook oh yeah um and i think i wonder if this because of how the internet subgroups break into like let's say the brut i don't want to say main yeah mainstream i guess yeah how like intertwined that is like you these underground things don't have time to gestate enough Oh, interesting. Because back then, again, it was the Wild West. Yeah. There's all kinds of phishing scams. And, yeah. It and, was awesome. Yeah. And it was like scary and uh, like how mo crypto world is and everything. Yeah. But now everything, everyone's like on the pulse. So like the way people react to it is different because it's yeah. all flown into your face. Totally. Um. And then... uh. Along the way of growing up, my dad was a a, a hob. I don't know if you want to say hobbyist, but he was like a day trader type. Yeah, I actually have that written down because once uh, you and I kind of got serious about investing and and buying Bitcoin, I would say close to the same time, or at least. Yeah. I started talking to you about you it. You definitely way more. dragged me into it, and I, <laughs> I and I could credit you for it, which is probably good. Um, Hopefully, in the long run, the, it's not right now. Oh no, for sure. I think you definitely saved my life in this <laughs> weird way. Um, so but I was fascinated. I bring this up because I was fascinated to discover you were like, uh, you you're like a technical analysis guy. You have all these hidden. Uh, <laughs> talents that i didn't they were i didn't know yeah, about they were apparently it came from your your father yeah they were like basic ideas um i'm uh i'm uh i would identify as asian lean <laughs> and dude don't dox yourself <laughs> no they're gonna find me <laughs> <laughs> Um, the, uh, good luck with that, by the way. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, so I'm, so I'm, I wonder, oh, yeah, so why well, I say that because it's like, there was a point in my growing up where they realized I'm not going to be a doctor or <laughs> Your dad's a doctor. That's yeah, and then, and I was, you know, I'm a dum dum. Um, I'm a creative, uh, and, uh, so there's a you know my dad was like dude you you could just make money off the stock market <laughs> i just teach you how to day trade uh bro <laughs> wow he sounds so cool i know <laughs> his hat was backwards <laughs> um and so he uh, there were a few years where like on and off where he would like try to teach me and then um, whenever I paper traded, I was like, damn, I'm making like thousands of dollars. And then he's like, here, here's my account. Just give it a go. And then I would like lose. <laughs> <laughs> what age? 
Uh, I would say there was a point in my senior year-ish. High school? High school. And then there was a point when wow. um, I forgot to apply to colleges. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. And so I last minutely enrolled into like a trade school for <laughs> multimedia design. That's cool. Um, and it's then, probably better off. Uh, yeah, at the end of the day. And then, um, because uh, I definitely wasn't going to use whatever degree. Mm. Um, and then I, uh, uh, you know, floundered a bit. And then my dad tried to teach me again. And then uh, I, that didn't work out. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, you know, coming back to like whatever the past f- year or so, a few years. Um, I did end up getting finally getting a decent job with money and um COVID helped me save <laughs> <laughs> uh money and then uh you know uh I uh had a girlfriend I liked and then <laughs> this was the first time I thought about my future. Ah. And then I was like, fuck, what do I do? <laughs> I <laughs> Uh, and then it's like, I have to put my money to work. That's what they say. Cause you know, the, yeah. I heard that rumor where it's like, if it's sitting in the bank, you're losing money. And I'm like, yeah. fuck, um, I want to, I want to take care of people now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, at, 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 in my, uh, in these days, uh, I've been putting, putting my money away. Nice. And then, so. You were constantly talking about <coughs> crypto, and I just like look at it. And then, were you always straight? You weren't always straight up into Bitcoin, were you? No, I started as a shit coiner, just like everyone else. Uh-huh. I, uh, I, uh, what was it? Litecoin. I had Litecoin first because I was like, well, I'm too poor for Bitcoin, so I'll get Litecoin. That was it. The selling point. The the pitch was. Litecoin is the silver to Bitcoin's gold. Yeah. So turned out it was just a theory. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 But But, um, I didn't. I didn't do a lot. I I bought a little of that. I bought a Litecoin was your first one. Yeah. uh, And and some Bitcoin. Um, But the idea. I mean. Back then, I was like, well, what's the point if you can't afford to own a whole coin? Exactly, yeah. So it's like, I think that's I think that's a lot of people's thinking. And so they, they buy the cheap stuff, hoping they'll... Yeah. Also, everyone wants to get rich quick, which I also was in that boat back then. I was like, you know, out of desperation, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, My... Um, yeah. Uh, my tendencies i'm such a alternative kid and i'm such an alt indie hipster kid (laughs) um it's that you always my instincts is always to not go with the front runner (laughs) and like go with even in it's something so uh, uh, seriously for real like it's funny i'm like i'm such a like like oh, I'm always into these obscure anti-establishment. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I was always into obscure bands, and like <laughs> if that became popular, I'd be like, yeah, they sold out. I was into it before they were famous, <laughs> and then I'd like find discover. There's like you know, Ugh, Bitcoin hit an all new time high. <laughs> Fuck <know>. this. <laughs> but like you learn fast um, when your money's on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the even especially in the stock and regular stock market where it's like you know um you want to put your money behind the winners and um uh i and like i had to fight those instincts of like oh this is the cool company um Mm -hmm. and so i think yeah i i did the litecoin i did chain link yeah I think you guys were talking about yeah, that, and I was like, I was talked right. into some chain link as well. That's kind of I bought a little, mm-hmm. and this was when I was like, uh, uh overseas, and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna do it. I'm just sitting in a, a hotel room, <laughs> <laughs> and the reason, one of the reasons why I was so hesitant is because I was like worried, like. You know, my dumb brain, I was like, I don't know how to work this out with taxes. 
And so like I yeah. was always hesitant about that. And then I think there was a point during the um COVID when you were talking about it and then I started getting into it and like reading the graphs and stuff. Was it yeah. was it all the Dogecoin talk? Maybe it was before that. I don't remember. Um I definitely by the beginning of the pandemic, I went full maxi. That's probably when I was talking about it uh, that much. Um, I like. I got lucky in that I jumped on my shit coinery pretty early on so that. I traded out of it into Bitcoin at a profit, which yeah. was exciting. And that's what I think everyone's trying to do. Um, I kind of did that. Yeah. Um, but uh, where was I going? I don't know. I, I definitely started hitting you and a couple of our friends up uh, about Bitcoin all through. <laughs> like... I ended up, I think I started, actually, now that I'm thinking, I think I started with talking about um, stocks because I had mm-hmm. put in a bunch of money and I was, like, hyping myself up to put money into the mm-hmm. stock market because I, yeah. I had become a Bitcoin maxi before that, but I didn't really put a, a lot of skin in the game yet. Um, so for whatever reason, I was still scared to go all in on Bitcoin and I started buying stocks rather than buying more shit coins, basically. Mm. I think that's was my trajectory as if I remember correctly. Yeah. And it's funny seeing when you're worried when Bitcoin drops, because I have the opposite feeling where it's like everything's crashing and there's, there are certain stocks that you feel comfortable with that's gonna Mm. outlast and whatever survive and like you know jump back up and i feel like bitcoin i feel safe in it yeah compared to everything else totally whereas like you know there isn't a company or an entity behind it yeah i safety in that dude i that is one of the best things about it i I, every single time i look at an image of vitalik buterin (laughs) i don't know how anybody can fucking own Ethereum. <laughs> like, like I'm like, He's this man downer. is a scam artist. He's a creep. He's definitely smart, but I think evil smart. <laughs> like you I don't, don't trust him at all. You don't think, uh, you don't think that he has the best interests. At- <laughs> Cause you know how like these smart people don't know how to, uh, uh, what do you call it? Perform mm. in the public space. Interesting. And then I, I, for you're me, describing that's like autism in a nice kinda, way. <laughs> I'm trying, like you know, like growing up. Autistic I'm, people are fine. I have autistic <laughs> people in my family. We're not being mean. It's true. Continue. Um, it's that thing where it's like I never trust charisma growing up. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because like, when they're charismatic, it's like it's a it's a they're, what what do they want from snake me? oil salesman. Yeah. I would agree with that if they didn't, if they didn't like pre mine, you know what I mean? Like, mm. also, for the record, I don't pay attention to him. So, like, I don't <laughs> know what he's saying and stuff. But, you know, I hear things on my separate crypto Twitter account where, like, people are like, oh, the way he talked about that makes me bearish on Ethereum. And then someone else comments, like, oh, that's just how he always is. Or <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's not that I like listen to him talk and I'm like disgusted or whatever. It's just, it doesn't just what, like they're switching to proof of stake. uh, And like the whole thing is like, just sounds so scammy. Like it doesn't sound like they're already pretending to be decentralized when they're not and now they're being they're just getting rid of that wholesale by going um proof of stake and that just 
like the whole way it works is you have to be you just have to have a shitload of Ethereum in order to stake to begin with. So it's like you already have to be rich to control the network and all the rich people are going to control it. Yeah. It just feels that like never works out. Yeah. It feels like at least with Bitcoin if you're getting fucked, you're getting fucked along with everybody. <laughs> like mm. you know what I mean? It feels much more of like it feels like you're all on the same team whereas I don't think that's the case in Ethereum, especially with like the mm. gas fees and shit like that. Like you can feel the middlemen getting their taste of every transaction mm-hmm. you do. It just feels. I mean, I yeah, that's like the it. institutional. Yeah. Whatever. It's, it's like top down. There's a head of it. He's getting the most out of it. And you're hoping to get your taste down the line. Just, it doesn't feel like the same thing at all to me. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I don't get off on, shitting on other crypto but i i I don't know i don't trust any of it really (laughs) i really don't i just listened to an interview on uh uh robert brie loves podcast with caitlin long and she's like a insanely smart person is a bitcoin maxi for sure uh and she was the first person who uh made a made a point that made me even uh, entertain the idea that maybe there's something of value uh, potentially in the crypto space outside of Bitcoin that isn't just a bullshit scam. But she basically was like, her big warning was like, most of the stuff like doesn't need to have a token. And the only reason mm. they have a token is because they're trying to make money off of you. And it's not mm-hmm. about the whatever the. That's interesting because yeah, it is a. Uh, you can't. You can't, fud a technology. Yeah. It's a technology. Yeah. But the way people are using it is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, it just. It just feels. I'm like. I'm not. I mean, obviously, people have made shitloads of money off of like good trades and stuff. But. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like. I've given up the whole buy 10 cents of something and turn it into $8 million in six months. Like mm-hmm. I, I just, it's buying lottery tickets. It's the same fucking thing. It's like lottery tickets for, for the new generation that, of poor people. That makes me, I don't know how much you're exposed to this, but a lot of people in the NFT space, are uh, poker players and they're uh, good poker players. They're like champions or something like that. Um, and it's like, and a lot of them do well. I don't, you know, I'm maybe it's like a community that's already built into it. So they know each other and stuff. I don't, mm. sorry. I'm just like speculating, but like how is the Bitcoin space? Are there, can you profile them? Like, is there, is there like a, what are they like? A, a type a, of Bitcoiner? Are there a lot of poker players, you know, who are in Bitcoin or are um, they all just tech people or libertarians? Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely a lot of those. Um, I would say the more I've delved into it, the more um, diverse it it is. Um there's definitely a lot of different like groups and types. There's definitely like, like, you know, like people being like, why would you give up your guns? The government will kill you if you don't have a way to protect yourself. Mm -hmm. Like that mindset. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of those types in Bitcoin. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, uh, yeah, like you said, libertarians, but I'm seeing more left leaning types getting involved which is interesting um but no there's not like i would say they they seem more um traditional like like the the thing i hear more is like you need to save you know you need to save in a in a in a money that isn't shit 
so that you can prepare for your future, you know, young man. Like, it's mm. kind of that energy. It feels old school. It, it feels like... Interesting. Yeah, because I heard that recently one of the institutions said that it's their... It's their uh, number one alternative. Sorry, I'm getting the words wrong. Mm -hmm. It's like real estate is like an alternative investing strategy or something like that. Whereas like Bitcoin is the other one or whatever. Interesting. Or crypto. I don't know. They definitely, the, like the whole, like everyone gets excited when obviously you hit a new all-time high. But the whole vibe of like, let's all get rich like that. I I don't see that at all anymore. Really? Like, again, everyone is excited when it's going up, but it's, it's more of like savings. Yeah. That's the talking. That's what I see more of. It's just like, it's the same people who talk about whatever interest or like bank shit and stuff. like Yeah. It does feel, I guess, and more like gold, gold people like preparing for the worst um, it's funny because like for a rainy day i'm i'm excited when it goes down i i like always in the my heart group. hurts for like five minutes you have more money at it, in <laughs> yeah. it than me maybe that's why i i it it hurts for like yeah a little bit but then it's like well i was i have a daily buy anyway so i'm excited like i am like seeing how much my daily buy gets me right now is fucking awesome. Like, yeah. It's just like, okay, no, no, the, the, the dollar number is not what to you're are in this for. You're in for the fucking sat number. And that is just tripled overnight. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exciting. Um, and like, I, I guess, I guess it's the volatility that gives me the stomach ache. Like if it, like I even now, like it's been hit, like it's around like twenty twenty thousand. Just the fact that it's been at at least that area for like a week makes me feel better because it's like at least it's staying mm-hmm. the same. It's the the constant going up and down is 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 yeah the part that still bothers There's me. There's a technique or a trick or a perception in when you're reading the charts is that uh you want to keep it. At the very least, just look at the daily charts. Mm. <laughs> or, um, um, but yeah, it's. I think that's that thing. You see how choppy it is. The smaller increments you go. Yeah. But then, when you're looking at like weekly or whatever, it's like, oh, this is chill. yeah, totally. You can and see I, it going up. That's the other thing everyone says is like, zoom out, zoom your chart out. Yeah. And I look at the all-time chart all the time. And it's like, oh, no, this is this is real. Like, not that I don't feel like it's real anymore, but like it just it does get like I say, the volatility gets scary. And it'll be nice when that uh, that isn't as much of a concern in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to a day where even if it goes up less each year, like percentage wise, if it didn't drop so much i would be more i would feel more comfortable <laughs> yeah like you just want to be able to afford that yurt yeah exactly god marshall's looking at uh uh trailers today and being like you know yeah. they don't look that bad <laughs> there are high-end trailer like yeah. people god what was it like someone was saying like it was either buffett or gates well, Gates owns the farmland, but there's yeah. like people where like it's a legitimate investment to invest in to buy like trailer parks. Yeah, that makes sense. And it just sucks that we're just like tricking out Hoovervilles <laughs> and not seeing that it's like a like, yeah, we don't need McMansions, but also we're just putting enamel on <laughs> Hooverville. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's yeah, the McMansion thing is gross That's, as well yeah. like i would never want that i would want to the thing i envision and that makes me excited is either a buying like a very old house uh or or just building a small house of your own from you know from the from the start yeah my uh i think i told you my friend yeah i did my friend works at an auction house and That's cool. he uh 
he won a settlement because he got hit by a car. <laughs> oh God! But um, and he put that, and he found like this, like old. He gave me a tour, and it's so nice. And he's just fixing it up, and it's like this beautiful old house, in the middle. Oh. Not it's in a small town. Yeah. And it's like yeah, if only I w- didn't live in New York. I know that's God. There's just no sense. And trying, I mean, it's an impossibility for me to buy something around here. Um, I am sick of just being a renter, though. It's just, yeah, it's yeah kind of disgusting. Yeah, but. it's a bummer. And not to have anything you could even pass down is, is it sucks. Um, I have um, my my drawings of <laughs> <laughs> Steve Buscemi <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, BTS. Uh, th- those are going to be the. What do you call it? Your uh, family heirloom? Yeah, that's my heirloom. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's Bitcoin, hopefully. <laughs> that's what I don't get about generational wealth, because it's like, granted, this is a broad stroke, but it's like, it's ni- it's nice to take care of your generation, but it's like, they're going to, it's personality is not going to come out good <laughs> yeah you it's know, like it, i'd it i would like to keep them in the middle somehow like yeah. maybe if, i don't know how trusts work or whatever but it's like you know nothing too crazy yeah i definitely benefited from being poor in certain ways <laughs> like yeah. Just having, I mean, I wouldn't recommend having parents who ask you to help them pay their bills. That's, yeah. <laughs> as a teenager, that's a bit too far. The only thing I, but that I don't think you benefit is that you don't take enough photos of your vacations <laughs> or whatever weird hotel you're in. <laughs> or your brunch food. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. Yeah. It, At least to fit. <laughs> like a bathroom shot of whatever you're wearing it's any that <laughs> I, it is <laughs> i get what you're saying and i feel like it is mostly true i will say that like of the super rich people i've met it's 50 50 whether they're scumbags or whether <laughs> whether they're uh children are seem like scumbags like yeah. i've met i met the like the son of uh the ceo of dunkin donuts one time and Whoa. he just made my fucking skin crawl because like he thought he was really interesting and it was clear because it's because people know he's insanely loaded and are just like listening oh, to anything yeah. he'll say because it's like how do i get closer to this guy how do i get close to the money and it's like this guy sucks. Like I hate <laughs> listening. I just hate talking to this guy. And yeah. then I bet other people who you know their their fathers are. I mean, they're not like CEO of Dunkin' Donuts rich, but they're like their father's definitely a multimillionaire, and mm. they're totally cool, awesome people who yeah. I'd love to hang out with. Like I do. It's a. I, it's like the nature versus nurture thing. It's like, mm. like. I'm I'm sure there's ways to make your children <laughs> shitty by giving them too much money. What if? But what I don't if, know if you're guaranteed to fuck them up. What if it was like every five years they have to take like a BuzzFeed personality <laughs> quiz, and then if if they do good by you, then like a bunch of you hear a cha-ching. <laughs> oh my god. Um, your Pokemon is a Snorlax. <laughs> we're cutting your, we're cutting your, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm Venmo charging. Yeah. <laughs> you really should have been a, a Bilgery or Dreebill. Yeah. What is it called? I Drill B? I don't remember. Buzz Drill. There we go. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. Cause I think about that too. It's like, God, uh, I'm starting to think more about children and it's like, I would, I'm excited to be able to provide more than I received, but yeah, it's like, you don't want to give them everything. And then they just turn into like entitled brats. I was just thinking about that. Like, you know, the idea of like finally financially, uh, 
learn you know doing things for your future and your family's future and like mm. you know you i don't even do that as like like oh, i'm a man now <laughs> or whatever <laughs> like finally i'm adulting <laughs> where it's like it, it's just an instinct right yeah and um you know how like you know when you like okay so okay i'm backtracking here <laughs> so you know I did this a few times because of how much you were into, um, um, what was it? Ned and Stacy. <laughs> Max and Max and yeah. Stacy. Um, they're great. No. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like there was a time whenever things were like going bad. Like I would just listen to an episode by them because mm-hmm. then it's like reassuring. And it yeah. Relent. They call it re- being relentlessly optimistic. Yeah. And it's nice. And then like, I noticed that I do that when I take supplements <laughs> <laughs> where it's like, I take a supplement and I'm like, I don't feel any different, but then I just go online and read <laughs> the benefits of fucking <laughs> 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 Kobaloba. <laughs> but so say that when I have a kid, instead of of going into their room and you know kissing them on their forehead i'm just gonna read the life insurance policy (laughs) (laughs) that's when i know i'm a man oh my god (laughs) yeah you're workshopping a bit here manolo just thought i had just a thought you had and wrote down in our testing Mm, no i swear to god i didn't (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding that's funny. Um, so just to ask, what do you think uh, makes you different from the people we were complaining about earlier that you are willing to experiment and invest and look at this stuff? Because I think it uh, those that that personality type, personality type you're describing, I think goes even further. I think they probably think the idea of investing in the stock market is like a gross, weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they also would be like, oh, God, what are you a millionaire? Oh, share the wealth. Oh. It's. I think all of that kicked in when I had to think outside myself. <laughs> Like, I, you know, we keep going back to it where it's like, oh, I have to take care of people or right. I want to. Um, there's that. I think, I feel like I'm a very doom and gloom person, mm-hmm. but there's something hopeful when it comes to seeing something that could break or like fix whatever systematic ills of the world right so it's like you know i was a bernie supporter (laughs) and the ideas that were coming out of that before the 2016 primaries Mm. was exciting and then seeing uh an establishment destroy hope was (laughs) kind of gross um it was like a concerted beautiful execution of hope <laughs> like by the supposed good guys yeah and so it was kind of like that where like i feel like bitcoin feels like hope um, yeah. it's the first thing where it feels hope.com redirects to it, bitcoin really yeah god <laughs> uh yeah it's the, i think um i was always i'm always into as fe- as far as like personality wise like i mix i get excited about things that could change broken things that mm. could potentially like you know people have opinions on whatever progressive uh policies mm-hmm. but the idea that it's a new thing and we could try it out is exciting yeah i feel totally. like crypto is like that yeah bitcoin more specifically yeah yeah i i don't know what it is about those folks that they can't see it in that way it's it's just it's not as harmful as the fox news thing but it is the same 
yes. template. Yeah. I would say that it's just like do you think blindly influenced do you branding. think your early years of like searching around weird shit on the internet opened you up to taking in information that's outside of the mainstream and that's why you're able to yeah i think it's like a personality thing like i said mm. it's that hipster <laughs> mentality of like that's the thing i'm gonna look at the other thing i'm gonna um, I don't have a lot of energy for it anymore, mm. but yeah, it's like when you had that energy and excitement to be able to like discover things, I was always a seeker type, right? Um, and find something new and then get into it. Um, and it's weird how it applies to like trying to secure a future <laughs> in society. Yeah. So I could exist. I, uh, the Bitcoiners, uh, talk a lot about time preference have you heard any of that Mm-mm. what's up so basically you you switched from i hope i get this right because i always mix up the two but you switched from uh, a high time preference where before you were thinking about your future you were just like thinking about what was right in front of your face like i want to buy that toy i'm gonna buy takeout i'm eating i'm mm-hmm. spending my money to get through the day to day and then you were forced to think in a low time preference where you started um, thinking about your future and the things you need to do today to prepare for a better future. Um, mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's just a thing that happens as you get older or, for sure. or, or like, find your when you find yourself in a relationship that feels like it's going to last and like you mm-hmm. need to maybe it's it's a maturity thing and a lot of people are stuck I, in an adolescence yeah i think um for sure I, I feel like i'm i have some heightened awareness of my the changes in my body <laughs> But, like, there's that time in your 30s where you feel the changes in your body. Yeah, and for then, sure. But it is, I always wonder if, like, what is it? It d- And I feel like your brain is included in that, mm. where, like, you feel the changes in your brain. Yeah. And, like, you know, obviously there's hormone things. But um, um, also there's that idea, I don't know if it's theory, I feel like, it's everyone agrees on it is like the perception of time moves faster where like when you don't have a a lot of life experience then time goes so slow because that's your relationship with time or something that's interesting and so years go by fast when you're older yeah so which is crazy and and so yeah it is that thing where it's like like one one reason i didn't think about wanting to be a doctor is because how long schooling was <laughs> and then when all my friend when you know i have like maybe one or two friends from high school that became doctors mm. um and i was like oh or lawyers too and like it's like oh uh that wasn't that long yeah <laughs> like eight years isn't long yeah and it's like if i only knew i know um because yeah i still have I, I'm very ADD. I, Me too. I am very, like, I have I, I have poor impulse control. <laughs> but there is that other side where, you know, you, you do think of pl- uh, planning for the future type stuff, which yeah. is weird. And it didn't click in until, you know, my late 30s or whatever. Yeah. Uh, basically, same. I um... Also, I would... I wonder if a lot of it had to do with getting a good job too. Mm. Cause where the, you actually have the possibility to make decisions yeah. beyond Chinese versus Thai. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I always got by, I was always hand to mouth mm-hmm. well into adulthood. And then like, mm-hmm. this is the first time. And then like, you know, there's that broken spirit, and then now I have <laughs> the corporate job broken spirit. Yeah. Where, like, 
but at least you know i could plan for a future where i could hopefully get out and uh yeah enjoy some kind of freedom from my wheelchair (laughs) (laughs) well that leads me to my uh, last written down question here what does the next 10 years look like to you what do you what do you what do you foresee us going through as people as a nation as a as a planet in the next 10 years um uh i would dox myself i'd be more doxed oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna talk in generalities yeah i'm gonna give my full what kind of asian i am Uh, (laughs) (laughs) then you can find me faster One more point of correlation. (laughs) (laughs) Let me triangulate. (laughs) Um, The whole fucking AI thing, the idea of technology exponentially increasing whatever is wild. And I'm kind of, again, with the change thing, I feel like it's mostly going to be bad. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm excited to be a witness to it knock on wood uh that i feel like the ai thing's gonna change our world within probably even five years like it's 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 i feel like everything's gonna blindside us so i can't say what 10 years is because i feel like things are gonna change faster than that ideally i would be more secure and have a family to take care of where i could (laughs) Read all the life insurance policies <laughs> in uh, one hand and jerk off in the other. Because <laughs> you know the old ball and chain ain't doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you, uh, do you believe that Google engineer, when he says they have a sentient AI? Um, that's what's kind of funny. Regardless of what you believe... They're going to, as far as souls go, Mm. they're going to, they're going to be basically NPCs. Is that Mm. the word? Non-playable characters? They're non-playable characters. Yeah. And that's just as sentient as we are. And so, yeah, I think, I feel like humans, especially white people, are good enough with the oppression that um, will have it under control. We're going to look to you. <laughs> wow. We're going to look to you to you gotta, save us. got to make bring it to race. <laughs> You're going to save us uh, <laughs> from the robot <laughs> uprising. <laughs> We're going to build them, and then we'll protect you from them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although, no way. You know what? I bet there's a lot of fucking Asian people in there. No. Tinkering away on computers. Yeah, we're gonna be married to them. <laughs> we're gonna be. We're gonna be too. You have to. You have to break up with your full body pillow to marry her. <laughs> to marry her. How do AI? I get that exoskeleton into this pillowcase? <laughs> you put a pillowcase on the Terminator. It's basically. It's a waifu. Yeah. <laughs> the arms rip out yeah. the side. There's like one red eye. <laughs> um, sorry, uh, Asians. That's hilarious. I failed us. Um, but um, I, I'll be back, senpai. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I'm excited just because as a as a child who's interested in novelty um, to see what the robots do. <laughs> um, and hopefully uh, we'll be secure, f- at least in my lifetime. Nice. And then you could uprise afterwards. <laughs> well, that was fun. I say let's leave it there. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, almost said your real name. <laughs> Woo! Uh, how, where do you want to send people? What do you want people to know about you? Okay, well, go go on Twitter. My Twitter handle is 1080OK, like underscore OK, I guess. Um, <laughs> not, not I guess. Uh, it's 1080. the number one, number zero, number eight, number zero, underscore, the letter O, the letter K, baby. And um, maybe I'll be 
doxxed and I'll have more <laughs> than 50. Fo- how many followers do I have? And they're all like fake. <laughs> I have so many fake followers. Um, I get a ton of uh, fake hot Asian girl followers. Do you nice. as well? No, I think this is the algorithm working. They, what the fuck? They got you. They know what you want. <laughs> uh, mine's tall white girls. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. And like, you know, I'm going to stick it out. I'm still going to be like an NFT guy. Sorry. <laughs> um, but it's fine. I, I won't, you know, I won't shame you. Yeah. Others might. It's fine. I mean, you know, I'm an artist and we all want to uh, we all want to not have a day job, a shitty day job. Yeah. And uh, we and uh, hope f- I'm going to keep it going, even though I'm not making any <laughs> strides <laughs> here in this part of my life. But um, hopefully something happens. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for uh, hanging out. That was yeah, fun. I had fun. Bye. <laughs> All right, that wraps it up. I hope you enjoyed yourself. If you're finding value in the things Extremely Live is producing, please send us value in return. That can take uh, many forms. It could take the form of a nice review of our podcast. It could be sending our URL to a friend, www.extremely.live, or it could be in the form of a donation. You can do that at extremely.live slash donate. All donations, $10 and above, are counted as a producer credit, and you have your note and name read live on air and on the podcast. Uh, You're not a donor. You are a producer. That's the value for value system. And with that, I will say have a good rest of your day or night. And thank you for listening.